0: Side. and don't go thinking you're the only one that can get it right yeah you got my low 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 down in your soul yeah, you got my let's get it let's get it let's get it it's your boy Sully on the excuse me podcast and hey we're happy to get into the word today we're gonna get into the scripture today we're gonna get into God today. And we're going to grow further than we were before today in his name, in Jesus' name. Let's get it. Look, so we're going to look at John 3, verses 1 through 16. John 3, verses 1 through 18, excuse me. And then we're going to... We're going to shift into Numbers 21, so keep that in your back pocket, but I hope you got your Word in front of you. I hope you got your Bible in front of you, iPhone, iPad, laptop, whatever you use to facilitate the Word and to look at the Word and to reference the Word. I hope that you have it in front of you, because with that, we're going to adapt and be versatile today, and we're going to let God do some powerful things in our lives, and we're going to download what He has in store for us Um not only for understanding, but to get past understanding to wisdom and to ultimately, as I said before, grow closer to him. So with that being said, let's get into the word. John 3, verse 1. Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. Very important. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi or teacher, we know that you are a teacher who comes from God. For no one could perform the signs you are doing if you were not with him. This is a very bold, this is a very important statement, especially coming from the position that Nicodemus is in. He has a self-realization of the origin of Jesus. And not only that, but traditionally his people, his Pharisees, his group of people, the righteous men, if you will, in quotations, they are opposing of God. We are here at the beginning of Jesus' ministry, but moving forward, many Pharisees will speak out against Jesus. So it is. this is a, a very important dialogue, and we can see why they are having this conversation at night because Nicodemus may not want to be seen by his peers having this conversation with a with a man, with Jesus, whom he respects and believes comes from God. Verse 3, Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, Very important to dial in when he says this. When Jesus says, very truly, I tell you in the Bible, it is important to lock in. No one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. How can someone be born when they are old? Nicodemus asked. Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. Jesus answered, very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the spirit flesh gives birth to flesh but the spirit gives birth to spirit you should not be surprised at my saying you must be born again the wind blows wherever it pleases you hear it sound but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going so is everyone born of the spirit how can this be nicodemus asked you are israel's teacher said jesus Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the son of man must be lifted up that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. Verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. That whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. To save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. So there is a lot to take in within these 18 verses. There is a lot of stake As Kevin might say, there's a lot to chew on, there's a lot to think on, there's a lot to digest. But today, and for the purpose of this message today, we're going to look at verse 14 of this. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in Him. So, this comes from Numbers 21. Verses 4 through 9 So if you need to pop, stop the podcast To go ahead and catch up with me To get the Numbers chapter 21 Verses 4 through 9 Go ahead and do so now And then we're going to get right into The bronze snake So verse 4 Of Numbers 21 Verses 4 through 9 They traveled from Mount Hor Along the route to the Red Sea To go around Edom But the people grew impatient On the way They spoke against God and against Moses. They spoke against God and they spoke against Moses and said, Why have you brought us out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? There is no bread. There is no water. And we detest this miserable food. Then the Lord sent venomous snakes among them. They bit the people and many Israelites died. They bit the people and many Israelites died. The people came to Moses and said, We sinned when we spoke against the Lord and against you. Pray that the Lord take the snakes away from us. So Moses prayed for the people. The Lord said to Moses, Make a snake and put it on a pole. Anyone who is bitten can look at it. Anyone who's bitten can look at it and live. So Moses made a bronze snake and put it on a pole. Then when anyone was bitten by a snake... And looked at the bronze snake, they lived. They lived. And here in Numbers, we see the people complain. We see them speak out against God and who God sent. This should sound familiar. They speak out against God and and who God sent. They speak out against God and who God sent. And Jesus, at the beginning of his three-year ministry, is going to be spoken out against will be criticized. He will be hated. He will be talked about. But he is the gatekeeper. Remember I said through him, he is the gatekeeper from whom we must pass to get to heaven. And so here in Numbers, we see their actions brought on consequences, right? All of our actions have good or bad consequences. And their actions brought on ramification. Their consequences brought on death. And we know from Paul in Romans, that the wages of sin, the price tag of sin, is death. And the text in Numbers goes on to say, we sinned when we spoke against the Lord and against you. There's a heavy moment of reflection, right? They met, they had their actions, they met the consequences, and they're, because they were living within their consequences, they had a moment of shock and awe. They had a moment of reflection. They had a moment of accountability. Then the people reached out to Moses, the one chosen to lead the people, the one placed as a mediator between the people and God. And Moses prays on behalf of the people. Jesus sacrificed on behalf of mankind. Jesus is the mediator between us and God. Jesus was the replacement for the sin that we brought on. And we're going to get to that. Okay, verse 8 in Numbers. The Lord said to Moses, Make a snake and put it on a pole. Anyone who is bitten can look at it and live. So Moses made a bronze snake and put it on a pole. Then, when anyone was bitten by a snake, they looked at the pole. There's an action there. They had to look at the pole. They had to make a decision to look at this pole that the one that God has chosen put up. They had to look at this pole. They had to make a decision. Hey, I have been bitten by this snake. I am in a bad circumstance. I am in a place of sin right now. I'm looking at this pole, and they lived. Jesus is very specific when he speaks. We need to be aware of that in the Bible. He is very specific and he's very aware of his audience and he speaks very timely. And then writing, he's talking to Nicodemus, he's speaking of a time yet to come and is not readily identifiable to Nicodemus. He is speaking past. He is speaking present, and he's speaking future all at the same time. Jesus, knowing Nicodemus, is very intimate with the Old Testament scripture at this point, right? We saw that he was a Pharisee, so he was very intelligent when it came to the scripture. He knew what the word, what the, that time was, was the, the, the only testament right there, but he knew what the Old Testament said. And he uses a specific example that alludes to a time when Jesus himself will be put on a pole, when he himself will be the one for all mankind to look at and be saved, when he himself will be placed up to be looked at and to, be, to believe in to be saved, and Jesus wraps this text so plain in sight it's hard to fathom for Nicodemus because the level of dialogue that has taken place has transcended the current time frame, the current context, and Jesus says, revealing himself boldly and subtly at the same time just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness so the son of man he's identified himself to Nicodemus but he uh, Nicodemus does not see this yet must be lifted up that everyone who believes may have eternal life not just physical life but eternal life Jesus was lifted up he just wasn't crucified but he was lifted up. They put Jesus in the tomb and he was lifted up. And when we walk with Jesus in our lives, we become lifted up. We become dead in our transgressions, dead in our sin, dead in those old ways, but when we look at Christ, we become lifted up. For God so loved the world that he gave. He gave. He gave his only son that whoever believes in him, believes in him shall not perish. And when anyone was bitten by the snake and looked at the bronze snake, they believed that whoever, that whoever believed in him should not perish. Whoever believed lived. Despite our sin, despite our transgressions, despite our wrong decisions made in life, despite all these things that we have done, God is saying, look at Christ. Look at the one I sent. Look at the one that I lifted up for all of mankind. For God so loved the world. God gave us a way when there was no way. He is the way when we didn't deserve it. We did wrong and God did right by us. And the crazy truth is that some people will still not look at the pole. Some people will still not look. Even when they have moments of revelation, even when they have the conviction, even when they're living in their sin and they feel the weight of that thing that God can take away they still will not look at the one that comes to bring life. And although Jesus came to save the world, it comes down to a decision to recognize the way that you are living you may not be in line with God. Are you currently walking through the consequence of your sin? Are you currently looking away from Christ? Looking away from the one that brings life? I'll see you next time on another maximize the moment let's get it don't have your head been moving don't you have when you get down low i'll never leave your side i never leave